So I wanted to take this moment to shed some insight on how this topic came up. So I was having a conversation a while ago with a friend of mine, brother, and we we're talking about the community. He still lives in or around the community. And we we're talking about the state of the community. And his feelings were that sports, uh, more specific football, was the answer to everything that's going on in the community. Whereas I felt like other things were more useful and bringing the community out of the state that it's in. And we had, you know, we had a little, a little heated kind of debate in a sense. You know, he, he stood firm on his opinion. I stood firm on my opinion. Um, it's all love. I love that brother. But uh, we we definitely couldn't come to a common ground. And one thing that he said to me that stuck out and kind of definitely rubbed me the wrong way was, oh, well, you left, so how would you know? And the thing is, I'm like, okay, yeah, I left. I left to better myself. I left because I wanted to go to college. I left because I got a track scholarship to run track in college. Uh, I didn't leave just to leave. I didn't leave to say, oh man, I don't want to be here. Um, I don't like this place. And I, and I ran away. That wasn't the case. I left to try and better myself. And, you know, he, oh man, you should be a football coach. And I was like, I don't want to be a football coach because honestly, the way that I go about it, where I'm able to just mentor kids on my own, take them to camps and then help help them choose majors and um, or careers or trades or whatever it is that can help help them along the way that feels better to me than coaching where it's a lot of politics involved and i wanted to explain to him that it's nothing wrong with coaching, but to me, what's more important is, like I like I say to all my kids, what are you going to do for the 30 years after the sport is over? Because we can't play it forever. So what are you going to do for those 30 years after? And that's where we come in. That's where we come in. That's where we try and help you decide, what can I do for 30 years to push my life forward to where after those 30, I don't have to work again, you know? So, it, and it's not that sports can't provide that, but if we're being honest, where I come from, although we see it, a, we, we, we kind of see it a lot, you know, you can look around the different communities and you can see the people who make it, but we see a lot of people that don't. So more times than not, people don't go pro in the sport that they like. They go pro in something else. So I try to help people find that something else. And this isn't necessarily the episode. This is just like to set it up 
because I feel like sometimes people don't know the things that you do behind the scenes. So it's easy for them to say, oh, you left. And then I had to go down and show him. I didn't have to, but because I do respect him, I show him a long list of emails and uh, text messages that I've contacted coaches for kids in the community because their own coaches aren't doing it. So, and I don't do that for recognition. I do that because I genuinely want to see these kids go off and play sports if that's what they want to do. But we use sports as a tool, not as an end game. The end game is what you can do for the 30 years. So this wasn't necessarily the episode, but I just wanted to bring um, light to the situation. So the episode will start now. How's it going, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of my podcast, A Beautiful Mind. I'm your MC, Otis Wright. Today, I want to talk about a sensitive subject. Many of us come from adverse conditions, and some are able to turn that turmoil into triumph. Some of us leave and seek of opportunities, and others stay for several reasons. It seems to be a lot of animosity towards those who leave from those who stay. Those who stay may say, those who leave act like they are better than those who stay. With that said, let's dive right in. Do people leave the hood or do people who stay in the hood push them away? Today's podcast is brought to you by The Right Way to Travel. The Right Way to Travel is your one-stop shop destination for travel planning. They can get you the best rates on cruises and group travel as well as create detailed itineraries that take the guesswork out of what to do when you arrive. Contact The Right Way to Travel today at info at TWWTTravel.com dot com to set up your free phone consultation my experience is most people who leave the hood to better themselves are eager to come back home and share what they've learned i know many people who try to create outreach programs for youth talk to adults about career advancement and even invest i for one have had a negative experience overall with trying to pay it forward i think people have a certain way they think they should receive help from others, which to me is filled with irony. I mean, not to be rude, but if you had the answer, then you wouldn't need the assistance, in my opinion. One of the best decisions I made was to leave the community I grew up in. Now, it hasn't been all roses and strawberries, and the unbeaten path came with many twists and turns. But who I am today is a combination of where I come from and where I've been. I learned my work ethic in Clewiston, where I grew up, my drive in Daytona Beach, my financial skills in Boston, Massachusetts, and my life purpose in in the Orlando area. By living in these places and meeting a host of people along the way, it molded me into the man I am today. I had to leave some old friends and adopt some new ones. The way my mind worked in my home community was detrimental to my life, but it was an experience I needed to know what not to do. It took about three years after leaving home for my mind to begin the cleansing process that allowed me to morph into my current way of thinking. I'm saying this to say that when you when your experience is limited, 
It's easy to shun the way someone else may go about a certain task. If all you know is four walls, then the person who is telling you the beauty outside appears to be delusional. If I would have stayed home, I would have never found out about diversification when it comes to finances. In my community, it's all about cash or like many would say, all about money. This couldn't be further from the truth. Stocks on average have a 7% return rate, not to mention this beautiful thing called compound interest. It's truly remarkable on how it helps to grow your money. Having precious metals and banknotes, bonds, and other real property are ways to grow wealth in ways some could never fathom. These are all things I learned by leaving home and meeting people from other cultures and backgrounds. These are all the things I attempt to and would love to share. The health crave I see in my home community today was something I've been learning for nearly a decade. I'm not claiming to be better. I'm simply saying that experience can change your outlook. When people come back home and they are ridiculed for simply leaving to better themselves, it's a testament to the condition of the community. There aren't any colleges where I come from, so if I want a degree, I must depart. At Bethune-Cookman University, we see the tagline, enter to learn, depart to serve. I think people often feel as though when you leave, you should immediately be able to service the community. This is true in some circumstances, but false in most. Life of a college student and even a recent graduate is extremely difficult. When you are on an airplane, they tell you in the case of an emergency, make sure you secure your mask first. Just because you secure a degree or top trade doesn't mean you are in the position to serve immediately. The proper approach is to secure your own personal life before looking to assist someone else. In many cases, this takes time. Life isn't cookie cutter. Life is about a series of serious choices, as Dad Prez so eloquently puts it. Some people choose to come back and others don't. Many feel they came from the same community and make it out, so what is stopping the next person? This is very true. However, not every situation is the same. Some people have the will and others will was broken by friends, family, or even coaches and teachers. My uncle told me I couldn't be a Fortune 500 CEO. It hurt to hear him say that. And it set me on a series of bad choices because I began feeling college was ultimately a joke. I'm not blaming my uncle, but I'm saying that statement was part of my decision making. The bulk of the blame is mine and mine alone. My point is some people from the communities we leave need us to bring them what 
what we have had the opportunity to receive while out in the world. On the same note, the community has to be receptive of the knowledge. We may may not be able to help everyone, but that seed may grow in one person. That one person may have a family and then cultivate their minds like you did theirs. This is my testimony. A friend helped cleanse my way of thinking. In return, he helped me cleanse friends of mine and even certain family members. During my transition, I even lost touch with many friends and family because their realm of of existence was those four walls I mentioned earlier. I had to break those four walls to get to where I am today and see the beauty outside of it. If the community truly wants restoration, the citizens have to work with those of us who leave. We don't have all the answers, but together we can work to create solutions for most of them. The disconnect between the people who stay and the people who leave wasn't created overnight. It can't be restored overnight. We may not agree on approach, but we can agree on one thing, and that's that we both want to see the community prosperous. It's clear that some people feel as though the ones who come back are opportunists. And I'll leave you with this. It's hard to be an opportunist in a place with no opportunity. Thank you. This was another episode of A Beautiful Mind with your host, Otis Wright. Please subscribe to my channel and share with your friends. Also, visit my family's YouTube platform, Right Family Values, and that's right with a W for all sorts of content from travel to cooking to DIY projects, our philanthropic efforts, and much more. Until next episode, peace and love, family.